0: Hello, welcome to episode 21 of Stick to Sports, a uh, a podcast where we actually have heated sports opinions this week. Uh I'm Ryan Lambert from Yahoo Sports and the Sleepyhead. <laughs> uh
1: Sean, you can introduce uh-huh. yourself.
0: <laughs> yeah. We'll just sit here in silence too. We can do that. <laughs>
1: that's Now I'm I'm Sean Gentelli from Sporting News and yes, Yes, I fell asleep yesterday. Uh, it's been a long weekend for me. I had a wedding in Cleveland. And uh it took th- I think it took that nap really for, for me to get back to one hundred percent. Sure.
0: So I, I assume you have you been keeping up with the comings and goings in the World Cup of hockey?
1: That I mean that's what we're obviously gonna I mean, talk yeah, about. I mean, yeah, I have. I, I didn't see much of the first weekend's games, thankfully. I, I was aware <laughs> of what of, of what happened. Yeah. Uh I, but first off, I I need I want to say, like I, as I've said many times, I don't care about this at all. I don't care about this tournament. I don't care about Team North America or the fact that they were just eliminated. It does nothing for me. The only thing that was going to happen with this from the start <laughs> was that the USA was going to crash and burn, and I was going to be pissed off about it. Did you and really lo- think so? Huh?
0: Did you really think they were going to shit the bed like in the first round?
1: I think I'm on record on this podcast as saying that there's a real chance that they don't get out of the first
0: Oh, round. yeah, no, so th- that, that's the difference to me. I thought that, you know, like, let's say it was like 65-35, you know what I mean? Like, there was a very, very plausible chance that they were going to fuck this up. But also...
1: Yeah, I I, but, like, that doesn't make it any less frustrating when it happens, no, and to see sure. the way that it happened. Especially but,
0: the way it happened.
1: Yeah, I, I certainly... Realized that it was a possibility, and I'm not sure if I would have bet on them. But if you would have given me some half decent odds yeah, on them not, for sure. not on them not making it out of the first round, I, I, I this is not hindsight, hand to God. I I would have I would have taken it, and that doesn't make me special. I know you felt the same way. Yeah, I know plenty of people felt the same way. But man, even like like we just said, even knowing that it was a very real possibility, uh, to see the way that it went down was still enormously frustrating and it continues to be so two days after the fact see i
0: don't i don't know that the way it happened is frustrating uh so much as like what everything that's happened since then um, it's
1: it's it's li- between the between the way that they played and, and the in the stuff that's been said since it's literally worst case scenario and and yeah and, and i because
0: i mean we both wrote columns basically saying like well at least they're going to learn their lesson and then they gave two press conferences in like 36 hours that confirmed that is not the case. They haven't learned shit.
1: Well, Dean Lombardi hasn't or 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 is conducting himself in a way to, you know, protect everybody that's involved which is understandable, but to an extent. But I there's no way that there's not big changes coming out of this. And and part of it, and part of it is not even they shouldn't get credit for it for for whatever changes happen because their hand is going to be forced in in however many years whether they go to the Olympics or it's four years from now whenever Team North America inevitably gets scrapped because I guarantee that doesn't happen again. I they're gonna there's gonna be enough talented players in the pool where they just can't they can't pull this shit again even though they may want to. Yeah, is that they're not gonna be able to justify leaving. Uh, Brandon Saad and Johnny Goudreau and all, and all these guys and Austin Matthews and all these guys who are aging up and, and going to be a big part of the program, you know, the, the, the senior program moving forward, they're not going to be able to deny those guys anymore. And I know it's easy to say, you know, look at what they did with Kessel, and there's certainly some merit to that, but the, their hand's going to be forced. And, and, and whether whether they like it or not, they're going to have to take more skill as much as they, it seems like they hate it. Right.
0: Yeah, I mean, so uh, the the Lombardi press conference today was fascinating. In it Yeah, it
1: was bananas. It,
0: it was It was insane. It, it was, was legitimately everything. like everything that you would hope that he wouldn't say, he said it. Um so like let me read you this quote. I got I got a transcript here. Um they asked him about you know, why didn't you take Kessler? Do you regret not taking Kessler rather? And he goes, you know, that'll, part of that will be in my book down the road, but let me say this. If you're talking about Justin Abdelkader, Blake Wheeler, Brandon Dubinsky, Ryan Kessler, David Backus, I'll take those guys any day, any day. Uh, and then he goes on to say, like, you know, we're, we knew we were going to have to play Canada, so, like, the skill for grit is, uh, that's basically the trade-off.
1: Uh, quoting yeah, again he here. just keeps saying that again in in different ways that they, they right. knew they were going to play Canada and they could not scale Canada and my, blah my, blah my
0: favorite my favorite part of that quote was he goes, If you want to talk about uh w- or when I talk about caring they 'd be the nucleus of the caring and they can and they compete and they can play for me any day now, two things with that again who like they seem to think that we 're all sitting here going. We don't think you cared enough, and that's why you lost. Because, right. care, because caring has come up like thirty different times since they got smoked by Canada. They got their heads I really kicked care.
1: In. I'd love to play for Team USA. I right, care. The exactly. Shit out
0: of it. Like, and that's what I always say. Like, if if you gave me even a league minimum contract, I'd really, really try hard. <laughs> I'd be, I'd be, I'd be the prototypical first guy on the ice in the morning, for last guy off the ice at night. Every single game, I'd be in the weight room twenty four seven, and it wouldn't fucking matter because I'm bad at hockey, right? Like, <laughs>
1: and I'm so, glad you realize you're bad at hockey, Mister Penicillin Inventor.
0: All right, relax. Um, but but what I'm what I'm saying is like that they talk about all this shit, right? And then they lump Blake Wheeler, who averages like almost yeah. seventy points a game over the last five years. Or seventy points a season, rather not seventy. Seventy points a game would be a record. Um, record. Seventy points a season, or and they're like, oh yeah, he's in the same category as Blake, as uh, Justin Abdelkader, Brandon DuBose. You, you
1: gotta figure the thing they like the most about Blake Wheeler is that he's big and hits people. Oh yeah, like like forget that he is one of the ten best wings, you know, in the league. Honestly, all around, probably he's yeah. A, I, I think you could easily argue that he's phenomenal. Yeah, and, really great. And he gets lumped in with, yeah, with the tryhards. It's great.
0: The, I mean, <laughs> the, if that doesn't tell you the depths of their misunderstanding of the sport, and there was another quote. I'll, I'll see if I can find it. Well, it, I think it was mixed in with. He had another quote that was literally almost 750 words long. Uh, it might so it might have been mixed in there, but he had another quote where he was like, "Yeah, you know, I won two cups with the Kings, and don't get me wrong, we have a good roster, but it's because we're a team first, And it's like, Dean, if this is the fucking lesson you're taking from this, please, like, don't be in a hockey decision-making process anymore. Oh yeah, well,
1: I I went Dean Lombardi in in hockey for forever because he's hilarious. Like he can do it every once. I just yeah, but rather, I mean,
0: so so I would is just Inspector rather him
1: I would just rather him not be uh, in charge of building the national team. Yeah, sure. No, it's it's uh, it's it, and it's just it's kind of like I said before. Like we knew that this you could see this exact scenario playing out. Of course, like like that, like they they go down in flames, and then just have this. They have to sit there and take it on the chin and just like i mean of course of course it's it's Dean Lombardi a who will say anything and b he's not going to throw anybody under the bus so so the end result is him just and, and also seems to legitimately not you know, like he seems like seems like he believes the things that he's saying. So, well, of that's that's the
0: that's the issue. Like, I didn't expect him to go out there and be like, "Oh yeah, Justin Abdulkader sucks," and we really blew it by taking him. Like, obviously, he wasn't going to say that. But I like, you could, else he w- you could you could approximately else? say something like that.
1: He was honest about about the process of building the team. Like, what else? Like, I mean, I, I get I get him. I, maybe the problem is that he doesn't.
0: He doesn't, he doesn't see the problem with the process.
1: He doesn't seem to see that, yeah, he doesn't seem to see where he went wrong. Right, and that's it, it what's insane just, to me. Like, how like is
0: there the, no self-reflection there? Because he can just to go down the list of excuses that he rolled out uh, in, in this presser today, um, they they only had four days before before the first exhibition, and the 1996 team had 30. And it's like, okay, well, I mean, you know, the 1996 team also had six Hall of Famers on it, so who gives a shit? Uh, the other one was that the U the North America team took all their best talent, like, especially at the center position, um, which, I mean, Brandon Saad probably makes the team, but, like, does Jack Eichel or Austin Matthews? I don't know.
1: Uh, yeah, no, I, it's not... And also, if if you say that, if you say yeah, it sucks that we didn't have the the, the under twenty three kids, then guess what? Connor McDavid ends up on Canada. Exactly, Aaron Ekblad is they, on Canada instead back. of Jay Right R- Like right, right. So, uh, it, really, the thing that continues to just amaze me. Part of it, one of the many things. I, I shouldn't I shouldn't say that it's just one because there's a billion, but. To look at the Canadian team, and it, it kind of goes both ways. Where they, where they, you know, the yes, the as if the U.S. team is like this emblem of toughness and caring and grit and whatever. As if like the Canadian team is the is like the apotheosis of that. Is that like that's it, it, like like the Canadian team has skill, but they're also soft, and they're not. That's just a phenomenal hockey team. They have dudes out there that, aside from being the most skilled roster by a factor of 10,000, they have guys that play their ass off and hit yes. and. Play with grit and do all that, like, you know, all the traditional stereotypical stuff. You got, you got Corey Perry out there and you got, you know, whatever. All, all these guys, like, they, they just do everything. They're phenomenal all around. They're a great hockey team. So what you do is it seems to me that, like, the logical step whenever you look at that, if you recognize the team Canada is skilled and tough and has everything, you know, you could want a hockey team to have, you say, all right, let's just build the best team. Right,
0: and so and so he said that. He's like, I took our two rosters. I put together a roster of the most skilled US team I could take, and I took a Canadian roster and I realized we couldn't stack up. Which, yeah, of course you can't. Like, no shit. But then he's like, So we decided to go with a worse team. Right. And it's like, I don't I don't understand the mind because okay, you can like you can tell Sidney Crosby or Jonathan Taves or whoever, like, hey, you're going to play more of a checking role, and they'll yeah, go okay.
1: They will, right? And, like you can't. There's, there's, there's nothing you can do. Like, like they're honest to god. Like, aside from skill stuff, like very obvious, flashy skill stuff. I mean, Canada had them beat on, on in other aspects yeah, too. I like, mean, say, it, it, happened like, their, like, it happened in their. It is- happened in their
0: game against the Czech Republic. Or uh, Europe, rather, where they go, Okay, we're up like three goals now. We're just going to throw it into cruise control and we're not going to give up any attempt any good chances. And they didn't. They didn't try to score because they'd already scored all the goals they needed. And then they were like, "Okay, well, we'll just ride this one into the ground. And they did it and they can do it better than literally anybody, obviously. But like the U.S., it didn't even occur to the U.S. that they could say to themselves, well, we would just have like Blake Wheeler play more of a checking role.
1: Because, yeah, like, no, like, I, really and part of it, and part of it is the dearth of elite American hockey sure, players, of at the age of twenty-five and thirty. Not just over, I mean, overall, you can focus on that as you'd like, but specifically, guys who who are in the prime of their careers or in, or in the back end of their twenties or who haven't hit thirty yet, there aren't enough of them. So, so you have guys like Parisi who are. You know, he's not what he was and, and, and on and on. There's there's a handful of guys like that. And in terms of elite players like it, Joe Povelski's 30 years old, man, like he's not he's not, you know, 26 anymore. So, you know, there is this like uh dry spot, I think, in terms of the in terms of the development process that came back and bit them in the ass because the because all their best guys, you know, are either past it or or 22. Or in the case of Austin Matthews, 18.
0: Because I I was thinking about this in in terms of the 96 team. Like, again, they they had Chris Chelios, uh, Phil Housley, Brian Leach. Like, go down the list. Guys. Literally six Hall of Famers were on that team. How many Hall of Famers are on this U.S. team?
1: Right. All the guys who were on the wrong side of 30 were Hall of Fame players.
0: Right. Like,
1: like hands-down, no-question Hall yeah, of Yeah,
0: slam-dunk Hall of Famers. Literally, I think the only one's probably Patrick Kane. Like, is there mm-hmm. anyone you can even make a legitimate argument for besides him?
1: To make it into the Hall of Fame? Yeah. I think Ryan Suter will make the Hall of Fame one he day. You really? You do, yeah.
0: Mm, that's interesting. I mean, I think he's. I think he would for sure be in my Hall of Very Good, but I don't know if— I. I, I
1: the Hall of Fame is such it another It is very I mean, weird. It's it's such another animal because it's, it's too big. There's too many people in it. Yeah. But that, that bird's flown. So, you know, the standard is the standard. Sure. To use a Mike Tomlin quote. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, if I were deciding the Hall of Fame for the last 40 years, would Ryan Suter make it in? No. But based on the standard of 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 uh of greatness that they've said. I I think he I think he gets in. Yes.
0: All right. Well, fair enough. Uh someone also said like, m- you know, if Chris Osgood gets in, that opens the floodgates for Mark Andre Fleury and Jonathan Quick and I was like, eh, it does. Yeah. It for sure. Does. No, it definitely does.
1: They're both of those guys could could get in.
0: No, and neither of them should be, but I agree. Like that, it that like it wouldn't surprise. But like, neither
1: of them should be based on what standard, though. On your on your their, standard, like on the standard of entry for the Hall of Fame. I I, I think it's been the, top, to the...
0: They're in the top maybe twelve goalies in the league over their careers. Yeah, and I don't. And for like like you say,
1: at you times know, better and at times worse. But I, I think that's where... like up. you
0: say, like based on the standard. The, I th- I think there's a case to be made for both of them, but I would you know I would lean no uh, on like you know if I had to bet on will they make it I would I would bet on no and like not be too surprised if I lost that money.
1: Yeah, I mean, what if Joe Pavelski has two, two more, more thirty
0: goal seasons? goal seasons? I mean, he
1: could he could easily he could easily end up in there, and and it's it would be tough to argue against him because worse players will have been put sure. in ahead of him.
0: Although Pavelski is a is a guy who like he got a late start. Um yeah. in terms of like him being a a really good player. Right. But I mean, you know, he's got three four thirty goal seasons
1: under his belt in the last however many years. Yeah. I, it's not it's not impossible. I'm, I'm but gonna that's, say I think, he but Again, again, point being though, and, and that's that's another discussion though. Yeah. The Hall of Fame is its own animal and you know, you can have a phil- philosophical discussions about about the standard for entry as long as you want the 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 point the point of it is here is how many of these guys are elite nhl players
0: ooh not a lot yeah
1: yeah right now
0: yeah very few i would i wouldn't even put suter in that category honestly at this point like uh, a, at this point as an elite yeah, defenseman um, yeah
1: i could easily easily argue against it absolutely yeah
0: so i mean maybe patrick kane Probably well definitely Patrick Kane. Patrick Kane. Definitely, definitely but, Well I was Patrick. gonna say like this is my maybe group, like including all the definitely's and stuff, like Patrick Kane, Blake Wheeler, uh Joe Pavelski, Corey Schneider who didn't literally would didn't play a minute in in this, uh, which is another issue.
1: Which yeah, that, that uh that's Dustin
0: Bufflin, something. that's probably it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I know that's and that's the problem, man. It's it's not it's not Hall of Famers. It's that they have enough guys who aren't good right now, who aren't right. good, not aren't good, but aren't good enough to, to, to be, hang. Like,
0: yeah, international difference makers.
1: Right. Um.
0: And to be fair, and I said this in the in the column that'll publish later. Uh, like, to be fair, you could put together like a Canada versus the world team, and Canada's competitive, if not better.
1: Yeah, and you could also—I I mean, like the entire Swedish defense. How, how much? How how much of a challenge does Canada's B team face?
0: Uh, oh, I, I think I think it's between them and Sweden in terms of like the other team in the gold medal game.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, they <laughs> would they would face a, a similar drop off in terms of depth that that Sweden does, but Sweden has obviously the better defense.
1: I, I don't know, man. I, I, I think you could easily argue that Canada's B team would be the second best team in this tournament.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. I, I, I would, I would say it's definitely arguable, and like the the extent to which the Canadian B team would kick the absolute dog shit out of the U.S. is considerable.
1: Yeah. No. I, the, I, I was talking talking about this with with a couple people. Uh. Earlier this week, and, like, um, I am I think you could, I would say the the over-under, or the what, the, it would be 3-1, or 4-4-1. Oh, yeah, they, they'd win by multiple
0: be, goals, for sure. Ugh. It would be ugly. And people, and the U.S. would be like, well, you know, oh, oh well, that was the other thing the U.S. said was in the end, was maybe they cared too much about Canada. And it's like, yeah, do you fucking think so?
1: <laughs> like. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's literally that's the entire issue. That's what it boils down to. Every bit of bullshit that we that we've had to watch out of this team for the last 5 days can it stems back from it stems from this obsession with Canada. That's it. That's the problem.
0: Yeah. No. Yeah. So I mean, I don't, I don't know really what else that needs to be said. Like,
1: no, it's just you know, you you hope they learn their lesson, and
0: which they seem not to have learned. Well,
1: uh, hopefully, the this, people
0: who put together the, yes, the like the people not, who make the decisions about who gets to make the decisions. Hopefully, they don't like call and Lombardi. And
1: like, you, two you years can't. This you. this is this has failed twice. This didn't. This didn't work in in Sochi either. Let's like, let be honest.
0: It shouldn't have fucking
1: worked in Vancouver. No, uh, that's that's the dirty secret too. With with all of this, is that the Vancouver team? Like, what was the Vancouver team really? That was that was Ryan Miller being. Yeah,
0: he, he had acid. like a nine sixty save percentage in that tournament. That that's that's what that team was because.
1: Um, the, but that's the exact model that that they should follow. Not that because that team was not overly gritty. They they, they had a lot of. Incomplete skill players. Let's let's say yeah. it, it was a decent mix. It was as good of a roster as as, as they could have put together. And oh, they I got, don't know
0: about that. They left a couple of guys home.
1: Who did they leave off?
0: Uh, I, well, I can't remember at this exact second, but I like there are some really raw. Okay, well, players well at the bottom of though, that, that was
1: that was much closer to an optimized roster. Let's say significantly closer. Yeah, and and they got an out of their mind perform out of his mind performance from the goalie. From a goalie who
0: was the best in the league for a year and a yes.
1: half, and got and got puck luck, like that's what right now, and that's the thing that that like it seems like they're just not willing to face is that that's their best possible example, and that's and you can see why that's. uh kind of a distasteful reality for them to come to because you say yeah we're just going to put it in the hands of of the goalie and the bounces but that's that's the best thing they could do is just build the best team possible and hope that shit goes your way because otherwise it's not going to work there's a huge gap it's canada and then an ocean and then everybody else and nothing the the u.s does is is going to change that so so you might as well just build as good of a team as you can and cross your fingers and pray to the pdo gods that Stuff works.
0: Yeah. By the way, uh, just to give you an idea of how not optimal that roster was, Tim Gleason played all five all five games <laughs> nope, for nope, the U.S.
1: Not a great one. The defenseman the defensemen were not a good group, but no. the, the the forwards were
0: they were fine. Yeah. Well, fine. Yeah. Ryan Malone made that team, but actually, let, uh he had five points. So all right. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I think I think that's our general thoughts. It's a bummer uh, that the U.S. the the North America team didn't advance. But I don't care. They were fun to watch. I like even they, if, no, you they, know, they
1: they they were. insanely were. I, you know, fun quick, to watch. A, a quick word about how fun they were. I know McKinnon's goal yesterday was stupid. Yeah, but I think what I loved almost just as nearly as much was was Johnny Gaudreau. Missing the net, having having his rebound like ricochet down like above the circles, chasing it down after, he, he flat after out beat Daniel Sedin to that puck. He he clean it yeah. what like he he had time to turn and find him. That was astounding, and like that that sort of stuff. I mean, I'm being a, I'm being a grouch about Team North America. Like it, it was fun to watch, and certainly would have liked to have gotten a couple more games out of them. But you know, whatever. what do, what, what are you gonna do?
0: No, exactly. Like it's a bummer, but like, you know, I, I'm gonna I don't watch care. this tournament for much. work. Like, if it, if, if it Pre- weren't for work, like, I don't know that I would have watched too much of it at all. So,
1: yeah, because
0: pretty much every result's been at least somewhat predictable. So,
1: this has been one of one of the times, and there's a decent amount of them where I'm happy that I don't just write about hockey anymore. Yeah. Like, I like I could I could care about this as warranted, but you know. I didn't have to feel bad about, you know, being at my buddy's at, at my buddy's wedding on Saturday and, right. and, and missing all that stuff. I couldn't have given less of a shit. I had a great time, and uh, you know, whatever. Yeah, I'm just ugh, ugh. this just needs to end. I've yeah. had enough. I, wanna, I like I, I've talked about it so much because it, I do I do care. I I want to see the United States do well, but you know we're we're beating a dead horse. This yeah, is the definition of. They're just not going to with this
0: leadership group um so
1: it's a caring group though
0: well right if anything their big their biggest uh problem was they just cared too much
1: like like the Papa Roach song goes, my friend
0: cut my life into pieces
1: no do you they they, they had a much worse song, I think a couple well, years Well, I,
0: I would imagine that that was that that's true but i've I've not heard this one mm. uh by the way, speaking of Papa but, Roach. <laughs> The the first, like, the first week I moved into my current apartment, I was sitting, like, it was, you know, the middle of a weekday afternoon, and I was sitting here, like, it, it was June, windows open, and a guy, like, was circling the block listening to Last Resort on repeat, like, full blast out his windows. Well,
1: congrats on, congrats on not getting murdered by whoever that was. Papa Roach was, like, they were, like, one of the big, uh... Because Last Resort came out, I was still in middle school by that point. Like, I was, um, I was like seventh or eighth grade. Sure. And that was, and that was, that was like one of the tipping points for me where I was like, I don't think I can expect to find music on the radio anymore. Like, I I was like, this is, I need to, I need to figure out, I need to figure out something else. So, I do thank, I do thank Papa Roach for, you know, sending me down a path to listening to music that I actually enjoyed.
0: That was it, huh? Like,
1: it was one of them, man. It seriously was that I, that whole that whole era. And this is where like the, the three year difference or whatever has been between you and I is like like you like notable, you were yeah. never you were never at risk for for liking Papa Roach, but yeah. I certainly was. And I I took a left instead of a right, so thank God. Yeah.
0: I'm trying to Ugh, think. What... That,
1: all those. There were so many bad bands. Like oh, in, in that the, whole the, shot. The mid, that was the, like, That's about as bad as it gets.
0: The late '90s was a wasteland. cultural wasteland. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Movies were not very good. Music was even worse. Somehow. Like, I was right on the edge. Like, wasn't kind, great.
1: Like I kind of like Limp Bizkit.
0: Yeah, I saw Limp Bizkit live. I saw Creed yeah. live. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: I had I I had the first two Creed CDs, and then like. The second like i I was oh man like that was when the light bulb went off. I was seventh grade or whatever, yeah. so thank, thank god
0: yeah the the I think the 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 real stark divide between what like I had gotten myself into versus what like even the edgier quote unquote kids at my high school was was like there was a pantera concert, yeah. And, uh, like, this death metal band Morbid Angel opened up for them. And I was like, I guess I'll go to that to see Morbid Angel. And all these kids were like, uh, we're going to see Pantera. It's going to be awesome. And then the next day at school, I was like, how was the show? And they were like, that band that opened for them was was really bad and scary or whatever. And I was like, okay, buddy. <laughs> we're done here. <laughs> like, that's the, the, that's the cutoff for me, like, having any connection to,
1: like... we, the- should, we Yeah, we need to do... I would love to just go through, (laughs) like, top-selling rock records of, like, 1999. Ooh, I bet that is a
0: scary list. I'm going to say this. We'll we'll do it at some point. Incubus has to be very high on that list. Okay,
1: well, let me say something about Incubus. Okay. I kind of liked them. And I liked them into high school, and I realized that they were sort of lame, but... Uh, I listened to Morning View a lot. Like I thought, I thought the record that came before that, the one that had like Drive on it and stuff, like I wasn't a huge fan of it. But I, I liked, I liked Morning View. But I was also 15.
0: Yeah, and, I, I want to say like Science was probably the only one I like, ever really heard more than once. And there I was only it was okay. there
1: was one there was one song off Science that that uh, that I liked a lot. It was called Vitamin.
0: You know what? If I'm sure if I heard it, I would say, I remember this song. But I couldn't pull it off the top of my head, that's for sure.
1: You stare at me like I'm a vitamin? Uh, maybe not. You Do you maybe know? not. You stare at me like I'm a vitamin. On the soil, la, la, la. Yeah, no. Nope. Uh, this, this is an incubus fan podcast now.
0: <laughs> not ringing any bells. This is going to be... Uh, a, t- a tough podcast because I'm gonna sit here and say I don't really recognize that one.
1: I mean, Mor- morning view—the one with like "Wish You Were Here" and all that shit. Oh, sure, I remember. It was a,
0: I rem- I hearing it was a about completely,
1: it was a completely fine, like, inoffensive radio rock record, and, and I, I don't, I don't feel embarrassed for for liking that. Mm. It wasn't. I, yeah, I'm telling you, it, it was not. It was not in the in the category of like Papa Roach and.
0: Oh sure yeah I, w- I would never go that far but yeah, my my I'm
1: tolerance ca- for... I'm caping for incubus here. this is unbelievable yeah okay. you're
0: you're a huge fan move on. <laughs> um, yeah, sure we can we can definitely do that uh, the The other thing that uh that I wanted to talk about a little bit before we uh we get into we're going to do another draft this week uh, was it is the new television season started this week. Are you uh, are you excited for any new shows?
1: I watched the first couple episodes of Atlanta. I caught up on that. I I messed around the the Donald Glover show on FX, and uh, I really like it. It's enjoyable as hell. Yeah, it's super understated, and and uh, God, the dude who plays the dude who plays Paperboy is awesome. He's phenomenal. He's great. Um. But no, I, other th- other than that I haven't I haven't gotten. It's so funny now man because of because Netflix and you know whatever all all this stuff like the lines between TV seasons are so
0: Yeah, for sure. are
1: so blurred. Um
0: like yeah, for example, Mr. Robot like season finale was last night.
1: Right. So um I, I I'd like to watch I'd like to watch the Kristen Bell show on NBC. I'd give that a try.
0: Pretty good. The first two episodes good? were pretty good. I yeah. mean, I'm... Um, um, I, I, it's very I've got... concepty. like, yeah, so the first episode work. and a half is spent just explaining to you how the universe works a little bit, like, you you know that they're gonna, like, peel back more layers of the onion and stuff, but, like, Ted Danson's delightful, Chris, Kristen Bell's pretty good, uh, yeah. you know, everybody on it's perfectly alright, so, you know, it's...
1: And I have I have the I have the lifetime pass for, from Mike Shore involved yeah, 100%. He's like I will I will uh, habitually watch or consume anything he's involved with cuz I think he's the greatest. Absolutely. Uh I I don't know what what else what I have Ooh, a so, so uh I I'm going to
0: I have a feeling I know what I'm going to think of it in the end but I have a I have DVR the first episode of Designated Survivor.
1: Let me say a word about designated survivor, and I—I I might have said this actually. I feel like it, I've said this, I've used this before. Okay. I might have said this. But like, it's amazing to me that a that has not that that's not a concept that's been done already. That that exact idea where the guy who is you know hiding in NORAD during the State of the Union address. It, that ends up as president. I'm amazed that that uh, hasn't well, been Well, I
0: mean, so it kind of happens in that Shia LaBeouf movie, Eagle Eye. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, like that's the plot is that there's like a terrorist attack or something on, on the White House during – or on the Capitol during the State of the Union. Um, I don't remember what happens from there. I've never actually seen it, so uh, I couldn't tell you. But like I'm I just know amazed that that's, that's what happens
1: in point. it. I'm amazed that, that that hasn't been a television show. Yeah. For well, now it is explicit. So. This exact, like, I'm surprised it hasn't been a show called "Designated Survivor." Yes. A, B, starring Kiefer Sutherland. Like, it, like, <laughs> yeah. You, I feel like Kiefer Sutherland could have starred in this show at any point in the last ten years, it, and that it, it's a miracle that it took this long for somebody yeah. to think of think of this show with this star.
0: Yeah,
1: I'm I would, not going I would to agree watch with that.
0: It. Uh, yeah, I'm going to check it out. The reviews were like. This could go either way, and I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a whirl, but I'm not expecting a lot. I am, however, somewhat excited about uh, the Fox series Pitch about the female. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Uh, Our we reviewed that on on uh, com and it was met positively.
0: Great. I I have it set up on the DVR. Uh, the the new Amala Adlon show, Better Things. A friend of mine reviewed for uh, the LA Times and said it was very good, so I'm gonna check that out.
1: Yeah, I, I that I'm gonna like that. I, yeah, I, I think that's it. I, I'd be what shocked. What I felt the like, same way with Atlanta. There's so there's so much good shit on FX, man.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, they just won all the Emmys, and now everybody's like FX is the best show on or the best network on cable, and it's like
1: yeah, it's, funny. it's pretty tough to argue. It is true. AMC's a wasteland right now. Yeah, there's nothing. There's, I do. You, yeah, I'm sure you watch *Halt and Catch Fire*. I, I don't. I certainly just doesn't do.
0: Matter. I like that show that a key? lot. Yeah, I like okay. it a lot. Well,
1: other than that, like, who cares? Who cares what AMC is doing, right now?
0: Yeah, pretty much. Um, uh, oh, apparently that show *Speechless* is is pretty good. Where oh my
1: god, you watch so f- much TV. I certainly what? do. I,
0: I mean, I, I don't know how many shows I have on the like on my, you know, set to record or whatever. But it's going to be, it's going to be 50 at least.
1: That's psychotic. (laughs) How do you, like, do your relationships suffer because of this? No, I,
0: I just, so the thing is this, all my friends are at work all day. I don't do shit. So, like, I literally. Work? (laughs) Yeah, but, I mean, for, what, four hours a day? So I have a lot of time during the day to just, like, sit down and watch three or four episodes of TV.
1: Of The Big Bang Theory.
0: New season started Monday. It was awful. Uh,
1: and you will continue watching it.
0: Every rotten second of it until, <laughs> until they pull it off the air, like, kicking and screaming yeah, I, I just... 13 years from now.
1: I don't watch TV during the day, but that doesn't mean I'm I spend my time productively. Like I'm a notoriously uh inefficient, you know, w- w- when it comes to that sort of stuff. So I I'm not I'm not saying I work any more than you, but I, I
0: Right. So like if you if you spend a I little I feel mentally time better about my uh,
1: Yeah. I can't yeah, like I I can't I can't put on, you know, uh what some shit ass show on like 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 you watched, you know an ep- a season of turn while while you were working How or dare whatever you. I, i'm not i'm not going to do that yeah no i uh going to waste my time in other less explicit so ways. so the rule
0: the rule i basically set for myself at the beginning of every season is i will give any show that i have like you know 70% interest in i'll give it 3 episodes and if i'm not interested then i don't stick with it and if i am then i do and it takes a lot for me to like pull the shoot. You know what I mean?
1: Obviously, obviously, you've watched shit shows that you've hated for years upon years well, upon like,
0: years. Th- so there's a difference, but like, I'm trying to think of a good example. Um, oh, that show Hell on Wheels. Speaking of bad AMC mm-hmm. shows, I gave that like eight episodes, and I was like, yeah, this is going nowhere, so I'm out. <sighs> and i mean that show's been on for another like four seasons inexplicably but
1: yeah i don't know I, I don't know if you're discerning enough to trust when it comes to television opinions
0: i i am i can i can assure you that i am because <laughs> like there are a few shows i hate watch like the strain but <laughs>
1: oh my god I,
0: I don't know how to how to Ow. look up like the list of shows i record I'm going to see I if I can No,
1: I, I don't want you to. I want to move on from this.
0: <laughs> okay. Fine. We can go
1: to No, the... I but I I think the, the takeaway from this is that Atlanta's really good. It is. Everyone should watch it.
0: Yep, and the good place is trending in that direction. Here we go. Those would be our two big recommends out of all this. Um So yeah, you want to move on to the draft here?
1: Yeah, who we'll do the draft?
0: Okay, uh, you have first pick, and so you can introduce it as well.
1: The draft for episode 21 of Six of Sports is breakfast cereals. I'm very excited about this. I have a lot of opinions. Cereals. Yeah, I, um, I had to, like, kind of slow down.
0: Yeah, no, I definitely... I wrote like down, I, like, 15 I, cereals, and I was like, this is too many. This nah, is, like, well, um, I, mathematically, I, I, this many aren't to
1: going stop. to come up. I had to eat less cereal. Like, I like if I eat two huge bowls of, you know, complex carbs in the morning, I'm going to get fat. So yes. I don't. I don't. <laughs> but I'd love to. I it love will be-
0: cereal, dude. There's so many good ones.
1: hmm Yes.
0: So with your first pick.
1: All right. With my first pick, uh, I'm going to pander to the masses here because I want to win. And I also like the cereal very much. Cinnamon Toast Crunch.
0: Ooh, that is, it's a good one. I, I didn't
1: even write it down. That's how many cereals I
0: like more than that. And I really like Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Yeah. I think uh, you
1: forgot. That's what it sounds like to me. No,
0: I, I considered it, but I ran out of room on my post-it note. I literally stopped having enough room. Um, for me, first overall pick, Frosted Flakes.
1: Ah, shit. I was, I was going to pick that. That's fine. I, I have a backup for Frosted Flakes, though.
0: Yeah, and that and that's the good the good news is that like th- there's going to be fallback positions for if like you take my number mm. 2 I'll just be like I don't care about shuffling down one spot. This is <laughs> there's just so much quality in this draft that it doesn't matter.
1: My second pick, I select Honey Bunches of Oats. Wow, that is one that I wouldn't have even considered. They're phenomenal.
0: I you know what? I just I haven't really they're, had it in a long time, so I. They're I have no... really
1: similar. They're really similar to frosted flakes, and they're not as sweet. Mm, That's interesting.
0: I'll. You know what? Next time I go buy cereal, that's going to be the one for that's me. That's
1: Classic. That's like the classic. Uh, just it, it's just sugar. That's that's like dressed up in such a way that you think it might be good for you.
0: Well, okay, yeah. I was going to say the one, the one to me that's just sugar, like. Mm-hmm but there's I'm under no illusions that it could even possibly be good for you is and I love it it's great it's a great cereal honey smacks
1: oh i don't that's not one of my favorites really Mm-mm. yeah it Mm-mm. it
0: goes a little overboard but like every once in a while like a bowl of it like i would never buy a box of it but if i bought like a bowl of it i'd be like nah yeah, this is solid mhm uh for me number 2 overall wait you just picked it what? No, I didn't. No, I was I was giving you an example. I didn't. Pick oh, that's
1: gotcha. all, right, all right. All right. That's fine.
0: Um, for me. Number two overall, Lucky Charms.
1: Uh, you can have them. Really? not a fan. Don't love them. Wow. Don't love them. I
0: think they have the exact right amount of like balance between sweet and like the boring shit that you would avoid when you were a kid
1: yeah, see, I think the boring shit in in uh, in Lucky Charms is actually pretty good. Like as far as boring secondary elements and cereals are concerned, yeah, non marshmallows, I, I think they're pretty good.
0: Yeah, no, that's that's what I'm saying. I real I really like both elements. I think there's a good ratio of marshmallow to whatever like the oat shapes are. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, I I'm happy with with Lucky Charms at number two for sure.
1: All right, with my third pick, uh Apple Jacks.
0: Oh, that's a bullshit pick, dude. That's a That is not. Pick. I love Apple Jacks, oh, dude. They're great. Is, They're
1: great. You're wrong about that, man.
0: We're I mean, we're getting a real cinnamon related taste palette for you here.
1: I, I there's a lot of cinnamon on this on this uh They don't really taste like cinnamon though. They're They're super sweet.
0: Yeah, I never I never liked them in my whole life, so that like I get that Missing people out. do like them, but I'm not for me. Miss now. Well, I'm gonna go with this. Stick. We could this. go
1: like I'm sorry, we could go like ten deep in this if we wanted to. Let's
0: go. I don't care. Go ahead. I'm gonna go Fruit Loops.
1: You can have them. 'em. I'll take I'll take Whoa. Applejack Fruit Loops. Big wow. time. Wow.
0: That is a mm-hmm. controversial opinion and for me, crazy. I
1: don't think it is.
0: Well I guess uh, I guess the crowd the, the masses will uh
1: Yeah, whatever. Uh, this my next pick is raisin bran. Motherfucker! God damn it! I vitamin baby. Kellogg's raisin bran specifically. I don't don't. You can miss me with total and that
0: sort of shit. Agreed. Um, I'm gonna say this. That is the cereal I currently have in my home. I
1: I also I don't. This is a different cereal. So. I feel like you might pick this raisin bran crunch. It's I was also... gonna pick that. Oh, it's good, it's good, buddy. Well, I, I to...
0: I've never had it though. What's the what's the difference?
1: Uh, Sell it's me kind on of raisin like bran a, crunch. It's kind of like a mix of raisin bran. <laughs> it's like a mix of raisin bran and honey bunches as oats. There's like clusters of, you know, sugared shit in there.
0: Well, Sean, it's... it sounds like you have sold me on honey. <laughs> on... It's it's like raisin it's like
1: bran sweet. Crunch? It's sweeter raisin bran, basically.
0: Ooh, this is very up my alley.
1: <laughs> not allowed to pick it, though. Sorry.
0: Why am I not allowed to pick it? Oh, you yep. just picked that with your pick?
1: No, you're you you haven't eaten it. Oh, can't pick stuff you haven't eaten. I suppose that's true.
0: I am I am, however, going to go with more of a uh, an old person cereal here. Just oh, straight Christ. up, just straight up regular old Rice Krispies, bro. Hmm.
1: Dump a, dump a ton of cereal or dump a ton of sugar on them. You, you've you've got something going there, I would say. Uh, with my next pick, and I am I've already lost track of how many we've taken. So please, uh, this is four. Please fix that. Uh,
0: so this will be your fifth pick.
1: Yeah, this is my fifth pick. Cracklin Oat Bran.
0: What in the world is happening here?
1: It's great. Have you not had it? I've I had like it.
0: It's fine.
1: I like it. It's good for Apparently. you. It's, it's a little sweet. I'm trying to, like, keep... Like, um, now I'm balanced, and I, I'm just going to take bullshit from, from here on out.
0: Well, okay. I, so I, w- I was going to go another somewhat boring one. This is This is one I loved when I was a child, as a matter of fact. Again, showing what a weird kid I was. I really liked Special K.
1: Yeah. Uh, that's not right. <laughs> I really not like right. Really uh huh. Like uh-uh. <laughs> um. So we're we're five in now. That's five. Yeah. With my sixth pick, I I got a tough decision here.
0: Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking at my next ones, and I'm like, oh shit! There's a lot of good stuff in here.
1: Grape nuts. No. Um. I feel. Oh, I. I think your silence makes me think you were thinking about taking grape nuts.
0: I wasn't. I've never. C- I, I was thinking. Should I? Should I? Just inform the listeners. I've never had grape nuts in my life. Doesn't
1: sound to me. No, they're they're garbage. It's like it's like eating gravel. Right. Um, I'm gonna go cinnamon life.
0: Wow. 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 Again with the cinnamon for for she. I like cinnamon. I'm a, a cinnamon life. boy. <laughs> the cinnamon kid they call you <laughs> uh for me i'm gonna go number six frosted mini wheats
1: oh shit i i somehow i forgot to write that down i love i like frosted mini they're really very, like,
0: good mm-hmm. that that is a very standard uh cereal pickup for me for sure uh,
1: yeah absolutely they're another one like they're you feel less bad about yourself after eating half a box of those. Personally, Yeah.
0: And, and be, because I feel thing, like right?
1: I, I seriously feel like this, this podcast at times is just like me hashing out my food issues. Oh I yeah. Don't...
0: No, I, I'm in the same exact boat, obviously. <laughs> like, <laughs> cause so what happens is I'll be in the, uh, this is, this is the process by which I land on, I'm going to buy frosted mini weeds. I go, I'm looking around at the aisle, and there's like four. I'm trying to decide: do I want like the the healthier stuff, like your you know, Rice Krispies or what, or Raisin Bran or whatever? And then I'm looking at like, uh, or do I want to go Lucky Charms or Froot Loops? And then in the middle, Frosted Mini Wheats the perfect the perfect balance between the two.
1: All right, with my sixth pick,
0: this, I believe this will be your seventh.
1: Seventh, okay, yeah. Somehow has not been taken yet. I feel like you may not like this, because otherwise I don't know why you wouldn't have. I forgot about it. Captain Crunch.
0: Mm, I'm a peanut butter crunch man myself. No, thank you. Captain, here's the problem with Captain Crunch. The film, Well, A, it cuts up the roof of your mouth. Like, all the, all the jokes about that are as advertised. <laughs> and B... The weird feeling that it leaves in your mouth after you eat it. Not if a fan.
1: you eat a ton of those. If you eat a ton of it, that'll happen.
0: I, I eat. I big. When I eat cereal, I eat a big. Yeah, that's a
1: lot. Yeah, that's. I, I agree. It.
0: So that that's why Captain Crunch is on my list. It is much lower, however. Um, I, where
1: are we? Where are we going to stop this? By the way,
0: let's go. You said ten. Let's go ten. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go little cereal. I really like the texture of this cereal, and it tastes good, too. Corn pops.
1: Mmm. I was going to pick that.
0: It's a, it's a good cereal.
1: It is a good cereal. I completely agree with you. Yeah. Uh, honey Nut Cheerios. Damn it.
0: That's a good Woo! one. That's a good one. Another Another good, I feel like an adult, but also it tastes really good.
1: Correct. Hmm.
0: For me? Next up? What's this? <laughs> For me? For, yeah, I know. Uh, eight? Send in your tweets. Yeah. Yeah, eight sounds right. Uh, but, 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 Where'd I go?
1: Reese's Puffs. <sighs> Those are good. Thank that's you. A, that's a dessert cereal.
0: Yeah, absolutely it is.
1: <laughs> absolutely it have is. It, have, you can have it after your meal. <laughs> a little... Snifter of brandy. (laughs) (laughs) It's an aperitif. Um, Here's another old person cereal that I like. Shredded Spoonfuls.
0: What is that? I don't know that I've ever... They're sort of
1: like Cinnamon Life.
0: You and your goddamn... Barbaras
1: makes them. They're made by Barbaras.
0: Oh, the well-known cereal conglomerate, Barbaras. Yeah, like
1: you can buy them in grocery stores.
0: I don't know that I've ever even seen them. I'm I'm being straight up with you. Don't care. Okay. Uh,
1: let's see here. I also like you can see it like this is how little I like fruit. By the way.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Neither of us. Well, I don't even I, like don't I, I don't, fruit Loops, I don't even like fruit flavored cereals. Yeah, like I would never take fruity pebbles or anything.
1: Uh. Uh-uh.
0: Not interested.
1: Fruit Loops is like I'm not as... sure if I've ever even eaten fruity pebbles. No,
0: oh, they're not great. They Go ahead. Not great. Um, I'm gonna say. Corn checks. Ooh, yuck. Really? <laughs> yuck. Wow. I like them better than Corn Flakes, and I kind of like Corn Flakes, so there you go.
1: We have to do, by the way, these need to be like contemporary cereals. They can't be discontinued ones.
0: Yeah, well, I'm not going to say like the Mario cereal or whatever. Tiny
1: Toon Adventure cereal.
0: I don't remember that Pebbles? one. Oh, I remember so there was there was a cereal when I was a kid. It was it was basically Fruity Pebbles, but right up my alley. It was called Dinosaurs, and it was about dinosaur. It was like dinosaurs that worked in a diner was the okay. gimmick.
1: All right, <laughs> corn checks. Uh, I'm gonna go Cocoa Puffs. Mmm, that is a very good one. It's a pretty good value pick at number nine. Yeah,
0: I'm, I'm going to go ahead and agree with that, and I'm going to follow that up with Cocoa Krispies. Pass. Man. You can have them, bro. By the way, you know what was good about Cocoa Puffs? When they added, like, the extra ring of chocolate flavor around some of them. Do you remember this?
1: Yes. Yeah, that Like, was... in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was great. Uh, and then with my final pick, in honor of my grandfather, Kix. Son of
0: a bitch! That was going to be my last pick. Ugh! Bucks. I'm really upset Dude, about this. Throw a bunch
1: of sugar on on a bowl of those bad boys. Wait till it gets all granular and, and uh at the bottom, and so it's, it mixes with the milk and turns into sludge, and you can eat that with a spoon. Ugh.
0: I love Kix. I love it without sugar. Kix is awesome, but I I didn't think you were going to go there.
1: Well, I did, yeah. and I beat your ass again. It doesn't matter what you pick. Go ahead, chocolate. Oh God! How old are you? <laughs> I said that one
0: as a joke. <laughs> I I can assure you, I haven't had count chocolate since I was how five old years are
1: you? Since the thirty year old man dra- drafting breakfast cereal <laughs> on the internet. mm
0: Hmm. <sighs> I'm gonna I'm gonna do this though. Since since we established earlier that like different branded foods or cereals can be different, yeah, Crunch Berries, Captain Crunch with Crunchberries mixed in,
1: eh fair you enough. It's
0: like fruit. Enough. Mm-hmm. I under, I look. I understand your objection to it. I think I think the people like Crunch Berries. I know I do. <sighs>
1: This has been the draft for episode twenty-one of Stick to Sports Thank Breakfast. Thank you. Thank you so Let much. Let us know who you think won. Yeah, we'll put up a
0: poll this I, time, and then I'm that'll determine glad, who, who picks and so on.
1: Glad to glad to see my suspicions confirmed. About uh, what? Oh, that I that I whipped your ass soundly yet again.
0: Uh, I don't know about as that. Te- as
1: tends to be the case.
0: Well, you say that about about breakfast cereals, but it didn't go your way last time out, so.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Well, let's let's take some listener questions here real quick. We have one left over from Sasha uh last week. If your favorite team could only win a title once in your life, at what point in your life would you want it to come?
1: Senior year of college. That's a pretty solid one. Yep. Personally, I can say that too because that was uh before, like, it's, if you're going into media or whatever, that's like you don't have to pretend to be objective. You don't have to, you don't have to adopt that, you know, veneer. At that point, so you can be 21 or 22. You can go out to bars afterwards, uh if you know, and party and do whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I think I'm very, I'm very comfortable with with that. I, I think that's pretty decisive.
0: Yeah, I, I, th- I think I would agree with that. The like, if I had, to, if I was forced to like pick a different one. I would say probably about 14 years old.
1: Yeah, that's good too.
0: Because because you just like you're at that age when like you've been you've been suffering maybe with this team for a while now. And so there is like that catharsis to it and you're old enough to appreciate it, but you're not like spoiled if you were like 10 and you're like, "Well, this is just going to happen every year forever now."
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I no, I but I, I still think it's important to be able to go have out have a and, soda pop about it. Yeah, do do whatever you want to do, and not have to worry about getting caught by your parents or whatever.
0: Absolutely. Um. Thank you, Sasha. Yes, that was a good question from uh, this week from J- from JP Japer's Rink. Uh, if you could only eat one type of non-American ethnic cuisine for the rest of your life, what would it be?
1: Non-American ethnic cuisine for the rest of my life, it would be mm-hmm. Italian.
0: Yeah. I thought about it. I, You know, I don't know. Think about
1: Mexican for a second. That's yeah. f- fine. But, but for
0: me, I'm going to land, and you can get your tweets in about me saying for me again, uh, I'm going to say Middle Eastern food. I love it. I love what? all of it. What? Over it. Italian? Yeah. Oh God, that's shocking. I I love it too,
1: but it, it's my it's. There's leg- only one correct answer as far as I'm concerned. It's there.
0: legitimately my favorite by a pretty sizable margin.
1: Wow! So I get pizza and like chicken parm, and you know whatever chicken piccata, and all this sort of all yeah. this sorts of great shit. And then you get
0: to die of a heart attack at 52 years old. So,
1: gabagoo. <laughs> Gabagoo! Oh, dude, God, that, there's only one. There's only one answer. As much as I love, you know. I, also, I is it fair to say just Middle Eastern? Like, don't shouldn't you have to pick a country? I don't know. Whatever. But I still think that's ooh, that's a that's a crazy one. All
0: right. Well, fine. The people will let us know for sure.
1: Pizza. I understand. Lasagna.
0: Yeah, I like it all. I'm not saying I don't.
1: Ugh, you make me sick.
0: <laughs> um, Ned uh, writes in to ask, what is the funniest way you've ever injured yourself?
1: Oh, man. This is a good question. Oh, God, I, I got—I had so many of these, man. I,
0: I certainly do as well.
1: I've also injured myself in not funny ways. <laughs> Traumatic ways. Uh, I, I'd
0: like to hear about both.
1: Oh, I'll, I'll tell you about that one later. I, I don't, I don't want to, it paints me in a unflattering light okay. to an extreme extent. Fair enough. Uh, I cut my finger on a beer can at a birthday, at a, at a bachelor party. This is like semi-recently, obviously. And I was in a hot tub <laughs> with a bunch of dudes. And I cut my finger. (laughs) I cut my finger on on a on the on the on the beer can. And like the combo of being drunk in in a hot tub, I bled like I've never It looked
0: like when Jaws
1: got the little Kintner boy. Dude it look it looked like so everyone I, we were right out of college too so everyone got real banged up it was like the first the first guy that we knew that was getting married and we like we rented a house on a lake and you know it was it was very bad the place got destroyed by people who weren't my friends so whatever but but like when we're going through you know the damage at the end of the you know the the next morning or or whatever it looked like. A murder scene going yeah. from going from the going from the hot tub to, to the bathroom. I bled everywhere. Uh, oh man. I, there's there's a there's a ton of them. I what's 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 one that you have?
0: Uh when I was in third grade, uh my dad joking around, like this and this is in a Denny's by the way. Uh my dad joking around was like, Give me a piggyback ride and I'm like no. Oh no. And I'm like you're too big or whatever, like, you know, playing along with the joke. I'm just a little baby. Yeah. And then he jumped on my back. And oh, no. <laughs> just flattened you. I, oh, yeah. A hundred percent. Uh and, you know, I don't know what the what the official diagnosis on my knee was, but I was on crutches for like two weeks.
1: Yeah, I was I was a psychopath as a as a child too. Like I I got I was constantly injured. They I I was so I was such a mix of being like clumsy and just like out of my mind. Devil
0: may yeah. care. <laughs>
1: yeah, it, this is no joke. At one point, I had been to Children's Hospital in Pittsburgh so many times over the course of you know however many years it was. That they actually took my parents into like a back room and grilled them and asked asked them if they were abusing me.
0: <laughs> Jesus, and my Christ. mom
1: my mom is scarred to this day about it because like you know I've I like I fell down a flight of stairs and I also jumped off a bed and broke my foot and I got stitches a bunch of times like I was I was a disaster. So they were like they were like clearly you guys are beating your child right yeah
0: yeah I I only got uh, hospitalized. Or not even hot. Like I only ever had that one trip to the hospital where, like, the De- the Denny's incident. Uh, but like, <laughs> you know, I, I I really hurt my arm pretty badly, like you know, wrestling on a trampoline, that kind of thing. Um, but the the other the other one that immediately sprang to mind for me, reading that question, was when I was in like seventh grade. Uh, a bunch of us were sledding in, in down a hill. And it was, like, kind of in the woods, but not really. And they... Like, we had built a jump, but what none of us really realized was there was, like, this pre-existing, like, pile of snow that we built it around. And so we built the jump for our sleds, like, kind of based on that. And mm-hmm. under it was, like, a, a thin tree stump. Mm-hmm. And I you know, at 25 miles an hour or whatever, completely, like, wishboned that tree stump right, yeah. in, right into the old, uh, like, scream crying when I yeah. was in, like, 6th grade or whatever. It was w- no joke. Like, I still can conjure up what that pain felt like, and it's horrible.
1: I I got my finger caught in the ball return at a bowling alley. Oh, f- shit. Yeah. Got all scarred up. Uh, I didn't get stitches. I was probably 13 or so, and I definitely needed them. And uh, but yeah, it got it got it got stuck in there, man. And I panicked and yanked it out. <laughs> so I have I actually have a pretty decent sized scar, like right along the inside of my uh, of my index finger on on my left hand. Good lord, I, I'm, dude! I i you have no idea how many I got. I have a, I'm, I have a decent amount of scars. I've I've uh I've done some damage to, to my body. That's... not 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 substance related, not solely substance related. It's it's and, all been and this has nothing just, to, like, to do with your
0: cereal so. intake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, weird Neil, it says Uh. he he asks
1: That's skinny fish, by the way.
0: Oh, yeah, I suppose it is. Now that I look at. No, the, you uh,
1: don't you don't you don't suppose it is.
0: Now, well, now that I look at the avatar. Yes, um, maybe
1: maybe for you, it's skinny fish.
0: Kangaroos are obviously out of the question, but what's the biggest animal you could take in a fight?
1: Oh man, very small.
0: Yeah, animals. The biggest animals are can be pretty pretty rough to deal with. Uh,
1: I like a chimp, maybe like a, a small chimp, chimp. A
0: chimp would destroy you.
1: A small one, like a like a baby chimp.
0: Okay, a baby chimp, but that's not a very big animal. Uh,
1: not a chimp, like like a small monkey, like, like a, a like a
0: colobus monkey. Yeah,
1: I don't know what that is. Um, I believe
0: those are the monkeys from like Marcel from Friends. You get a pretty. Monkey? There's a. They got fangs, though, dude. Like they.
1: There's a line in the scene with dogs too, and it's, oh, and, it's yeah. and I think it's a lot. It's a lot farther back there than people are willing to admit.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I'll say this. I'll kick the shit out of a goose, bro.
1: Goose are mean, man.
0: I don't... Yeah, but they can't, like, hurt you.
1: Yeah, they can.
0: How how could a goose... It doesn't... Well, it doesn't have teeth and it doesn't have, like, claws or
1: anything. Like, geese and swan and stuff? They're fucking mean. They're
0: mean. But, like, they're mean to kids. And like people don't want to mess with them, but like if I, if I'm going, uh, a-
1: I I I'm not saying you couldn't beat up a goose, but I I think I think the goose would, would fight back a little bit more oh, no, than it, you're than, I, than you're anticipating.
0: I think it would fight back, but I'm saying like I could take it in a fight.
1: Yeah, I, I, I think that's fair.
0: And that and that's as big as I'm willing to go because like I wouldn't even mess with a turkey because they got that beak.
1: Oh, dude, yeah, I, I want no parts of a turkey. No. And anything that's like more than I would say, any animal that's more than, let's say, half your size is going to beat you.
0: Yeah, probably.
1: That's, I, I mean, like, do you really want to, like, a, like a goat or something? Like, oh go, no, absolutely no not. No way. Like, just think of it. Think of think of how big like a German Shepherd is. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, they're not they're not enormous dogs, but they'll 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 kill you. Oh yeah a
0: German shepherd would r- rip your throat out in three seconds right.
1: right um part of it's based on temperament but I, I i guess like if you're talking about like a big dumb animal that you that you could beat that's also needs to be a consideration like okay. just think of
0: i, I guess i could beat a, up a, big, manatee. a big
1: docile a but you couldn't kill him like you couldn't harm a manatee it wouldn't harm you
0: yeah, that's true
1: like you couldn't you couldn't physically like manually harm
0: what about like, what about man. I get up on the top rope, drop an elbow, Macho Man Randy Savage?
1: Nothing you could do could hurt a manatee. You're probably right. I'm a marine biologist. <laughs> Take it from me. Yeah.
0: I was just you trying know, to think big, of a big
1: a dumb big, animal. Uh, yeah, like a big dumb animal that you could that you could just like punch in the face. Yeah, I can't imagine that there are too many. There's, got, there's probably not a lot, but I feel like there's probably there also should be something that maybe we're forgetting here. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's probably but true. I, I
1: think I think you could. be... I don't. Know.
0: I ha- I got it. Never mind. A tiger.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, moving on.
1: A big turtle.
0: Yeah, a but gigantic could, turtle.
1: Yeah, you could, could you just really you
0: could, beat it up though. Because, yeah, you could break its neck. When it goes in the shell.
1: Bro, I've broken turtles' necks before.
0: All right, okay, well, fair enough. Uh, our our friend Sarah asks. Uh, what sports team losing or making bad moves makes you the happiest
1: I don't know if any' I don't know that's like that's like that that actually makes me sadder about this job than other things is like I get a lot less happy whenever whenever teams I used to dislike uh, make mistakes like that doesn't I don't get the same kick out of that, kick out of that as yeah, I used to
0: well so I guess the 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 thing for me is like morally bad things ha- like bad things happening to morally bad teams like yeah like anytime Penn State loses now I'm just like oh isn't that so nice
1: that's what I was gonna say I, I I hate I hate Penn State
0: yeah as well you should they're disgusting like
1: I also have I also have like sports uh sports hate for Penn State too because I'm because I grew up a huge Pitt like fan it. yeah sure so I mean that's not not to equate the two that's insane, but no, I, but, but like, I, yeah, I, like you're coming it at it
0: from two angles
1: long time. Yeah. Right. Uh, Duke, Duke yes. basketball, yeah, uh, sure. University of Maryland alum as I am. Oh yeah. Uh, that makes sense.
0: Yeah. And, and to that, and to that extent, I hope, I hope UMass Amherst never wins anything in sports for any reason ever.
1: I don't like the Baltimore Ravens. That's partially because of where I went to school and partially because, you know. Morally bad. Growing up in Pittsburgh. and Yeah. I don't know about that.
0: Ray Lewis, uh, Ray Rice, all the Rays on their teams. Like legitimately
1: bad people. Yeah. So I I, I can see that. um, Hockey hockey teams, though, I, I don't. I don't know if I have one. I
0: I can't really say that I that I necessarily. Oh, I'll give you a, I'll give you a good example of a, of a football team, the New England Patriots. When they do wet poorly, it is very satisfying to hear everybody complain about it.
1: You know, it it really sucks, man. It really sucks that that I that Goodell railroaded them the way that he did. Yep. Because that because now that they
0: have an excuse forever. really changed
1: my opinion of them, of, and of Tom Brady, and of you know. Uh, because I'm gonna choose anybody against the NFL. Yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Um, yeah. I don't know. I I think that's I think that's about it. I I uh, there's a lot of I there's a lot of college teams that I hate. I hate Notre Dame. Oh sure. Um. I I root against Notre Dame a hundred times out of a hundred in everything. Um.
0: So fu- funny, quick story about that is uh. A couple a couple years ago, they were they were playing in the in the hockey East semifinals against UMass Lowell, a team that has traditionally whaled on Notre Dame. Uh, and I was seated right in front in the press box, right in front of the Notre Dame radio guy, who's wearing like the Notre Dame polo shirt with the Notre Dame windbreaker, and he's calling the team "we" the whole time and all that kind of stuff. And he starts complaining, they're getting smoked in one of these games, and he starts complaining about an offside call that led to a disallowed goal from their game in November, and he's like, if that hadn't happened, these teams would have been switched around in the standings, and and Lowell would be playing out in South Bend, and we wouldn't be losing like this, and blah, 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 and... Me and I can't remember who the guy sitting next to me was, but yeah. we were laughing very, ho- like silently, very hard the entire I mean, game. There,
1: there are there are exceptions to this, but I, I, Notre Dame is that's largely a school of abrasive dorks,
0: dweebs. Yeah, I was gonna say real dweebs. So, yeah.
1: There's there's probably more, but but like I said, my the hate quotient for for teams has has necessarily dialed down a little bit for me. It's kind of sad. Yeah. All right, very
0: last one from Michael. Uh, he asks if you had to either fight or be in like a long-standing feud with a celebrity, who would it be and why? Let's say long-standing feud because we just had fighting animals. If you had to be in a long-standing feud with a celebrity,
1: Jimmy Fallon.
0: Ooh, Christ, that's a good one. That is a really, really good one. But here's the thing: I don't feel like he dislikes anybody for any reason. Because if he can, that, that would make, that would make it funnier. Yeah, that's true. Where you just like go to hell, Jimmy Fallon, and you just like, <laughs> yeah. "Bro, yeah. what? Let's, yeah, let's, let's, let's play like musical Connect Four. What is that? But... Oh,
1: come on, come on, come on, come on,
0: come on.
1: We got Connect Four over there.
0: I, I so my my a girl I used to date like loved Jimmy Fallon, and isn't it so fun all the funny stuff he does with celebrities? and i was just sitting there like i wish that he would not be on tv anymore like he is aggressively not entertaining to me at all and
1: i i i actually i think some i laugh at some stuff at some of the gimmicks in spite of myself but i but i also deeply deeply resent them and think they're bad for television
0: yeah like you know so many people sent to me like when they got the people from star wars to do the acapella version of the, you know, various songs with the roots. And I was just like, yeah, this is like actively
1: like spite. Like it's like for me. I, he, he went from being, I, I can tolerate him less and less and less. I mean, the
0: Trump thing was like the last straw or should have been the last straw for just about anybody. Like
1: just palling I, around I, I was, with him. I was like I was deep. I was, I was out well before that no
0: for sure but like anybody who was even remotely on the fence like that was deeply repugnant in in so many ways like 100% and I
1: liked I liked that it happened though because it made me feel like a little bit more justified about this yeah so you
0: could be like see like this, this is what I've been talking about for months
1: yeah it's been way more than months
0: oh no for sure but by the way, did you see the uh, the Hillary Clinton Funny or Die uh, uh, between was, two ferns today? It good. It was all right.
1: I mean, if you like, if you like between two ferns, I I, I, I laughed love between two it, ferns. when it brought up the Chiron that said had pneumonia. Had pneumonia. That was yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. My my joke from that was the ferns gave her Dutch elm disease. But
1: <laughs> thank you.
0: Um,
1: the white. White power tie was good. I mean, like that. I don't know. It was, oh, you could you could was. tell that like, was, her that reaction was, didn't didn't make much of it. She she didn't bring the yeah, tone to the table. Yeah, she just
0: deadpanned it, and that was yeah, not
1: was fine. There's something to be said for that, I think.
0: Yeah, but like I re- I've always really enjoyed the between two ferns the most when they're just like get away from me you asshole. Like the, Ob- <laughs> yeah. the Obama one, like that's I, I, that's I the joke for me.
1: Yes, I rewatched that and many other between two ferns. Actually, like this this evening.
0: The Brad Pitt and, one's
1: uh, good. I the Obama one is so so good.
0: It dude, it's, it's so on point. Like even even though it's such a blatant plug for Obamacare or whatever, like yeah. so that Galvanakis just and, goes like, all sorry, right, goes your a, plug. Yeah. Like it's perfect.
1: He just. He came in and Obama was so immediately combative, just like right from the start. Yeah, absolutely. He had a fat, like Christ. He had a, he had a fat joke like right up front. Oh man. Yeah, because what, what what was it
0: like the joke about? He was upset about the Thanksgiving turkey getting pardoned. Yeah. <laughs> Obama <laughs> came right. out swinging. Oh God, yeah. He was like, "Are you are you sad about it? Because there's
1: uh, one less turkey for you to eat." <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh man, that's the best one by far. And like,
1: Hillary. One. Didn't... The first that I watched today was a Steve Carell one, by the way. I don't
0: remember the Steve Carell. Oh one.
1: God, it's really funny because Carell comes in all defense and he's like, "I he's like, I know what you do, I know how this works. <laughs> You're gonna make fun of me," and uh, and it just turns into him making fat jokes and Galifianakis making jokes about about Carell's nose. <laughs> it's I I'm not I I'm not gonna. I'm not going to even come close to delivering the right way. So just watch it.
0: Yeah. Um, let's see. Do I want to get any, who do I want to get in? Jimmy Fallon's such a good answer.
1: He's off the board kid.
0: That's what I mean. I'm really upset about it because I, (sighs) Michael checklist. I mean, that's a legitimate celebrity feud. You and I had, (laughs) I completely forgot about that. Oh my God. (laughs) I didn't. (laughs) Oh, you know what? Actually, I remembered it a couple months ago because now that you say that, I remember I went through and tried to find. I could find hit our tweets to him, but like he must have deleted all. He his deleted tweets. his. Cow. I was trying
1: to find his responses to us
0: because we we were going in on his shitty. Like, oh God! We were really making fun of me. Yeah. <laughs> like. I think I
1: kept calling him the commish.
0: <laughs> I think you pro- almost certainly did. Uh, <laughs> by the way, I don't know if if I if I told you this at the time. He went to high school with my uncle. Like my uncle, legitimately knows the commish. Oh,
1: because
0: because he's from Lowell, Massachusetts originally. So that that added an, an additional layer. <laughs> yeah, that's to it. great. But uh, yeah, like that. <laughs> I would want it to be someone. Like, g- give me a feud with, like, a Vine star. Oh, yeah. That would be a good one. Caden... Caden Rake. Caden Aidenson. Flynn. <laughs> Caden Jaden Aiden Braden, the third. Oh, Pernley f- Teal. <laughs> I think you're just naming, like, Teacot celebrities at this point.
1: <laughs> yeah. Now, I... I've- I'll take, I'll, I'll I'll take a poke at Fallon.
0: Yeah. Oh, and deservedly so. Because like, you know that even the roots would be on your side for that one, where you're like, he's an insult. That's the only reason,
1: Honest to God, that's that's the only reason that I don't like make that I don't go off about Jimmy Fallon like more often is because I have endless respect for for, for the roots and they're I mean, an all an all time favorite for me.
0: Yeah, and they're amazing and and everything like that. But the the ultimate like telling thing about that whole situation, not one cutaway to the roots like yucking it up because you know they stormed out of the studio.
1: Oh yeah, that would be great. Like they could they do that shot where they just like get up and leave. Where they no, like where they go in, they go in tight on on Questlove when he's just laughing, like laughing at jokes right. or doing whatever. He's just not not sitting there. Yeah, cuz they that'd did like lion bitch or whatever
0: uh for when <laughs> Michelle Bachman came out.
1: Ah, uh, they're they're the greatest, uh, and, and so. yet
0: they've. Oh, and I remember when Jimmy Fallon first started, and they were like, "The house band is the Roots." I'm like, "Ooh, this is going to be a good show," and it very quickly proved not to be.
1: It, it it fills a niche, but his overall demeanor is not for me, and just the endless gimmick parade that that the show has become is uh, not not pleasant. For I remember. First.
0: Like, r- right around the time Don Rickles, like, had that real big health scare, he went on Letterman shortly thereafter, and he was like, you know, Letterman's like, oh, thanks for having me, or for, thanks for coming on, or whatever, and he's like, what, I'm gonna go do Jimmy Fallon, I don't know how to play beer pong, and I, and I was <laughs> like, ah! Oh
1: God, that's so great. Yeah, it's like, you know, is it funny to watch, like, you know, Meryl Streep play some game with the Super Soaker? Like, maybe kinda, but enough's enough.
0: Mm, i'm gonna say hard
1: no to that question but i can see what the appeal is but no uh, I, I yeah maybe it's just it's too much it's too much i'm not i don't like it's the mix of of the gimmick and his overall demeanor just it creates a uh it's the combo is just too much for me to handle yeah and now
0: i can't even see him doing all this stuff without thinking of all those uh all those stories in, like, the New York Post or whatever, where it's like, he's a borderline alcoholic who, fall, who gets fall down drunk on a Tuesday night.
1: Well, we can talk about my injuries, and then maybe, you know, you'll see why I'm not going in on him for that.
0: Right. Well, no, but, like, now now I think about it in that context, where, like, half the things he does on his show are drinking games. And it's yeah. like, ooh, maybe someone should tell him not to do that anymore, but...
1: Uh, that's the that's the least of my issues with with Jimmy Fallon.
0: No, yeah, I just I don't know. It's it's one of those. I got things. a bone
1: to pick with. No, no that's a it's a good question. Now now I'm just gonna think about that again forever. Yeah, as I do with all of these questions because they're all great.
0: Mm-hmm. So that's it for this week's show. Indeed. And, uh, and we'll be back next week if both of us can stay awake the whole time.
1: Uh That's a burn. For Bye. That's a-